Hi, this is JC Joshua. Hi, I'm Stephen Nipple. That's Stephen with an I. And we are. We are. The, the HB Owners. Would you be interested in having an affair? Is that a date for the affair? That's the perfect place I've ever seen. HBO's Love and Death. Episode 2, Encounters. Episode 2, Encounters. Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. Or the Second Kind. And I was so lovely to encounter Episode 2. I mean, there was so much going on in this episode. It was unbelievable. I... It was, was almost hard to keep up. There was so much going on, and at the same time, not that much going on, is what mm, I felt. I think there was a lot going on. Okay, but well... It, there's no two ways about it. Agree to disagree, tomato, potato. I mean, if I, I see okay. a big meal on the table, there's only one way to get it inside me. You gobble it right up. Exactly. And right. it's going to take time. Yeah. And I'm so glad to have the time well, this morning sure. with you I guess and so. our audience. Well, audience, listen, as we stated at the end of the last episode, uh, kind of a big surprise for me, uh, was that there were two more episodes that dropped oh, uh, during this don't need to... premiere, and so here yeah, we are. we don't need, we don't so need we to go really back into to, that. We really have to cram them in this weekend uh, so it's... that we can get them out before episode four. Just call us the cranberries. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel stuffed already. You know, watching even just two of these episodes. Are the episodes laced with tryptophans? Because I am exhausted. I just (laughs) want to take a big nap after I watched episode two. I don't know, but that's just something I was thinking. Should we dive into the episode? I'd love to dive into the episode. Let's do it right now. I've got my swim trunks on, and I'm standing, not at the high dive, maybe at the the medium dive, you know, in between the kids and the the big grown-ups. All right. Well, I've slipped into my Speedo, and I'm ready to take the plunge. Fantastic. Swan dive! And speaking of dive, we dove right back into the shower Mm, with uh, Candy Olsen. Yeah, that's probably why there's blood. Don't dive in a shower. uh, It was interesting to see that it started kind of right Yeah, the episode started. Just where the last episode ended. And uh, she's showering her body, and she's thinking about uh, Landry Olsen. Oh, I just realized Landry Olsen was who Jesse Plemons played in Clear Eyes, Full Hearts Can't Lose, yeah. Olsen and Olsen. Is that his actual last name in Clear Eyes? I, I, it is. We were saying the last episode how they looked like siblings. And we were saying that, oh, about, no, that Kirsten, was about Kirsten, Kirsten Dunn's wife. Well, and it seems like he's kind of variations on a theme here for him. Yeah. Um, oh, Wiley. And so she's back in the shower and uh, yeah, she's she sort can't of, get out of that shower. She's thinking about Alan. Yeah, she's just wrenched. With and she's guilt. seeing she's seeing that moment where they collided. Their two bodies collided for the first time. And then she's also seeing in her mind mm-hmm. the moment that just happened when their bodies collided for the second time sexually. Yeah, she's got clear eyes. She's seeing a lot. And she's mm-hmm. thinking. And then all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock. Andy. Yeah. And she oh, goes, oh, no. kind of like that. Who is and it's, it? And he says, I, it's La- it's Landry. It's Alan Landry. And he says, I got to take a shower. Okay, so we're, we'll get we're on back in the shower in with me. Because, oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. That's weird. And she says, it's fine. I've already seen everything. Yeah. And they and then so they wash each other's bodies. And it's very playful. And it, it's, it reminds me of that quote from episode one. What's that? Uh, squirt, don't drip. 
And that's yes. something that I always remember when I'm putting shampoo on my mm-hmm. hands or soap on my body. Squirt don't drip. That's give it a hard squeeze. I wonder if that's going to be sort of the catchphrase. There's always a catchphrase every season for different shows. I wonder if squirt don't drip will be the one for this season. It's catchy. Fans send in, call in. Is it squirt don't drip? Is that the catchphrase of the season? Do that or your joke. That yeah. What's that stupid thing you say? Oh, Wiley. Yeah. Cut to the next scene, which I thought you probably would have loved. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole choir. Joy to the world. All you boys and girls. And they're all singing, they're laughing, and they're singing at Pastor Jay, Pastor Judith. And they're singing at her, and she's laughing, she's kind of tearing up. And uh, it's a great moment just to see that congregation. Yeah, you see how close knit they were yeah. as well. I mean, look at Candy and, and Olsen. It's true. They were glancing at each other for sure. Clear eyes, full hard-ons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Nurse Jackie's there, and they're saying, see ya. They are seeing Au, au revoir. Au revoir. That's kind of French for out. good riddance. Was, I can't remember. Was there a laying on of hands? I, I have to assume. I don't think they do that in Methodism. Oh, okay. It's a different no. method. Yeah, different Well, method. everyone's, you know, it's so method. Probably a lot of method acting going on in Some this Some people just stay in show. character the whole day and they... I've heard that about Jesse Plemons, is that he's a method actor. Oh, That yeah. would have been rough <laughs> to be around him, because he seemed like such a baked potato. To be around someone constantly that's so... <laughs> just to get nothing Speaking of him. thick in the head, yeah. Candy has this moment... Uh, where she's talking to her girlfriend, and she says, Alan has... The most perfectly shaped penis I have ever seen. After the service, you remember... Yeah. It's, here's the church gossip, and they're all talking about mm. the new pastor, who's just a young a young boy, essentially. Yeah. And young he buck. seems like young buck, and they're I don't like, remember what he looks like. Actually, this well, scene is eluding me. Is, um, I mean, I saw. I mean, he was in a lot of scenes, but I'm already. I can barely remember right. what he looks like. He's so. Yeah. His character was so forgettable. forgettable, and not the performance. I think that's the mark of a good actor that the actor made him so forgettable because that's yeah. how he's supposed to be. It's, that's not easy to do. No, I keep telling people in Yuba City. Right, uh, they kind of come up. Where do I know you from? And I go, ah, right. I know what they're thinking is Romeo and Juliet as the uh, loyal hound of the nurse, Mm -hmm. then when I say that to them, it still doesn't ring a bell. And they go, no, that's not it. And I go, well, I've done my job. And I kind of bow. My work here is done. And in a way, it's going to be hard to top that performance in The Importance of Being Earnest, uh, depending on what role I get. Um, will I so, be able to be as equally forgettable? And have you auditioned yet for that, or you're still you're getting ready? It's like to a four that. day process. So you, what? Know, you go in. Oh my god! And then there's round two, round three. It's arduous. That is so but arduous. That's show business. I mean, it is brutal. There was a, also a moment while they're talking about Young Buck Pastor, and um, there was a moment where Alan and Candy they kind of catch glances oh, at one another, totally. and and Betty goes, "What was that?" Hmm. What was that? I saw that. And they go, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, excuse me? Is, well, you can play the clip. Excuse me? You two just looked at each other like you got a big secret. Right, that's such foreshadowing yeah. for where where the show is going, I think. Well, and, and we were just talking about foreskin earlier. Were uh, we? Talking about the penis and how perfectly shaped it was. 
you wonder if there was any foreskin. So there's foreshadowing there. Huh. There is often a shadowing on the foreskin, too, when huh. you do remove the extra layer. Next scene. Yeah. Well, they're back in their, their meetup spot in another sleazy motel, and they're kind of making small talk, and, oh, some lovely meal you prepared. And, mm. and we learn about some cookies, some secret cookies oh, that were placed yeah. on Alan's car. I found a, a few cookies on my windshield at work that wouldn't be your doing would it perhaps there is a cookie monster among us and uh-huh. she kind of says oh who knows there's a lot of kinds of cookies Gee, i don't know were they snowmen little angels there's all kinds of christmas cookies you know and then they go right at it and they just, and then they they yeah. just start f-ing the f- out of each other it's, they do a little baking themselves in the, that's right in the oven that is the bed in that dutch oven well definitely some farts Coming out of old Alan, he looks like a human fart factory, doesn't he? If looks could smell, yeah. that's what I think of when I see him. Pee you. But, well, and I'm not talking about those seats in the church. But some people are into that. Some people are into that kind of thing. And it seems yeah. like maybe Candy has lived such a sweet life that she's ready for something a little more bitter. She likes something yeah. a little smelly every once in a while. Yeah. And then you're going back to... The home lives of Candy lives, yeah. and Landy. Landry, excuse Landry. me. Excuse oh, me, Alan Landry. I'm just going to call him Alan Landry and Candy Olsen. The Olsen twins. Exa- the Olsen twins. Don't even get me started. There's the Olsen twins and the Olsen twiplets. Oh, yeah. Wiley. Huh. So, basically, there's this scene where Alan is, you know. He's wrenched over. Just well, sweats. I was going to say he's asleep. But, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of. And uh, he's asleep, and then Betty kind of shakes him, and she starts smooching him, and he goes, oh, "Not tonight, honey. I'm tired." And she, uh, and she turns over, and then he tries, and, oh. and he's like, "I'm sorry, baby." And she's like, "Don't you f-ing touch me." And yeah. he goes, "Whoa, hands off, hot potato." And um, so then the next time he's with Candy, uh, he tells her about it, and he's like, "You know, she initiated." that sexual contact and uh, it's not something she does a lot uh she don't usually initiate and i spurned her i oh. spurned her and she does not like to spurn yeah and, and it makes me think like maybe we should slow things down candy i think we should end it let me guess that's not what candy wants to hear well why i you don't have to, have to guess i, mean, I saw, the episode. Yeah, saw the episode you saw the episode yeah and do you mm-hmm. remember what she said oh i remember it like yesterday <laughs> Right. Which is weird because I watched the episode today. So oh. you might need to. Do you, I mean, I can tell them. As she said, excuse Please. me, us break up? Us break up? I mean, there's the clip. We can listen to it, but I could basically Let's directly quote it. I'll have to quote it first. Yeah, more clips, the better. Us break up? You got. You gotta be kidding me. What? <laughs> no, but now you're Shh. being unfair. It stopped. Do not know. And he says, well, sh- 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 calm down. She says, don't you shush me. Don't you ever okay. shush me or I'll shush the living daylights out of you. A woman spurned. Mm-hmm. So now he's spurned two very powerful women. Yeah. Um, third times the... Who's the, who's the third going to be? Probably Pastor Judith. Oh, yeah. And we cut to Candy's house, and she's mm. with her family, and her husband is... There he is, sitting at the dinner table, tooting his horn, and not in the way that she likes. Not passing oh. gas like old Alan. Oh. No. Playing a real trumpet. Her little boy comes in. He says, "Spicy meatball, sweetie. Can you please go find your sister and tell her we're about to eat?" 
Mamma Mia. And she's like, that kid watches too much television. Yeah, TV. Um, Even back then. It's a brain melter. I've, I've already decided that my son is, is not going to watch TV, and he's not going to have a device, and he's not going to have an Apple Watch. What about YouTube? Is he able to watch YouTube? I mean, if he can get it on a device that's not the three I just mentioned, yeah, it's fair game. Mm. And see, that's where I, that's where he can get creative. I think it's so important for kids to, to, to be, be creative. creative. Exactly. You have a beautiful girl. Betty births a baby. Really? I don't know what the baby's name is. I could think of some good names. Maybe Barbara. Ah, oh, gosh. It just makes me want to be there for when my son is born. Well, you will can't, be there. I, I, can't, I know, and I can't wait. You will be there. You wouldn't miss. There's no way you'd miss What that. was it like for you to watch not just one, but three? Well, I think you remember me telling this, that I was there, and I fainted three different times. Every, each, uh, each time. Each time another one came out, I went, oh, my God. Who was there to support Jillian then at that point? There was a nurse practitioner. I thought Timothy was the doula. Timothy was, and he was our hero. Yeah. And he caught me three times. Did you cut the cords for each baby? I tried. The first cord was pretty thick and and wiry. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is it one giant cord that it, that kind of like splits off like those RC cables? So that when Barbara came out, she had the cord into Mama, and then also a secondary cord from the belly button going to Bobby. And then when Bobby came out, Bobby had a cord going into her belly button, and then another one coming out to um, Beverly's belly button. Mm. And then Beverly just had the one wow. belly button cord. I cut all three. That's so many cords. That's more cords than that were behind uh, Slick Rick's entertainment console back when so I was a kid. They say a cord of three strands is not easily broken, and they are not wrong. Oh, right, yeah. So the next yeah. scene actually yeah. was the scene where he said, let's end it. Candy, I think we should end it. Um, but I wanted to kind of, not sometimes yet. I like to go out of order because I feel like it sort of adds tension to the podcast. It's something I'm working on. There is a kind of sexual yeah. tension oh, that, sexual I don't know if tension. you've felt this, between us and our listeners. And I, I hear that's something that can happen when you have a podcast is there's something about the act of listening. I'm being listened to. It's, that's a turn-on for sure. Especially when people call in. Steven Nipple perks up. I won't lie. That does something for me. It does not do something for me. See, this now you're making it sound weird. I don't think I'm making it sound weird. I've gone off on a tangent. Yeah, enough of you getting off on air. I'd love for you to okay. kind of steer the ship. Alan tells Candy, hey, I'm going on a marriage retreat. Spouses are expected to be at each other's sides at all times. I should add, at the side of your own spouse. It's, it's a marriage retreat. I don't know. I've never had to go on one because Jillian and I are doing so well. Yeah. But if we ever needed to go on one. You might want to go on a preemptive because you never know what's around the corner. And uh, right. let me tell you, buddy, speaking from experience, someone who thought he had it all. Well, I don't think that's, I don't think that's universal. That may be a, a Stephen-specific scenario oh, but i, I still know. tracy often told me that this happens quite a bit in other marriages i mean well if tracy said it it must be true well, right she's never lied to you before she, you know during the marriage conference they do this exercise and um they write out their feelings Ooh. in these journals yeah and then they smooch and they kind of pass them to their partner and they have them read what the other one wrote. I want to share a lot more of your feelings, and I want to be able to share mine with you. 
Mm. Uh, what did you think about that first scene when mm. Alan read Betty's account? What did you think about the the sex incident in Switzerland? Maybe oh. unpack that for us. Switzerland, right? Uh, so already we're in Europe. Right. There's a little bit more of a libertine attitude. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that uh, this character may have felt more free to do things that they wouldn't have felt free to back in the old Protestant states of the USA. Interesting. You know, there's a more of a puritanical... What did you think, though, about what she was saying about how she felt? Yeah, I guess I thought, like, huh, that's interesting. Didn't expect her to say that. What specifically, uh, though... Were you surprised by that she said? You know, I, you are asking for specifics. Mm-hmm. To be honest, this whole scene was a little bit painful for me to watch because the amount of times that Tracy went to Switzerland and she never told me why. Oh. She says, you know, you can go to Switzerland too, just don't look me up. And I don't want to go to Switzerland. I like where I am right here in Yuba City. Okay. And I like monogamy, so sue me. Well, she did. We saw how that worked out. And yet we're still working it out. Well, so the Switzerland thing then I just thought was interesting, Mm. you know. Yeah, you seem interested in it, so why don't you? Well, just that sexually, you know, that they were having troubles and she felt repressed and uh, didn't feel like she could perform in Switzerland. Could have been the altitude. It could have been, and maybe it was a language barrier, you know, was lost in translation. Oh, I see. Yeah. But essentially, yes, this is the beginning of the two of them starting to communicate, which yeah. I was happy to see. You yeah, know, so. they had some breakthroughs and begin the musical montage of of them starting to make love. Mm. And Sweet. all the while Candy is back in her regular life in Texas and she's yeah. been asked to watch the kids while the other two are away at their marriage conference. It's ironical. It is ironical because Alan and Betty are fucking like squirrels. And also reading each other their journals, and it's very sweet. Yeah. And they renew their when vows. When it's all within the bounds of marriage, it is like anything goes. Again, that's something that Tracy taught me. Hmm. Kind of like what I was saying with the peanut butter last week. So it seems like this little marriage retreat was very healthy for, for yeah, this it, couple. Exactly, it's healthy. They come back, and, and I think what we realize in this episode, and I think you probably agree, is just that we find that Alan and, mm. and Candy Olsen... Yeah. Are falling for Love each, each other. other. Yeah, and I don't think they either of them expected they did, it. They but didn't expect it, and their lives are more intertwined. Trying, they are in the driveway, and Candy's kind of watching them from afar, from inside her house, and yeah, they're talking to the husband. Like he's like, "Oh, how's the conference? How is it? Great." Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, and they're like, so good. It was so good. Yeah. And then she goes to the car, mm. and then Alan. He just feels wrenched. He comes back into the house. He comes back into the house. And Candy's in there, and he sees her, and, and he I just comes in to yeah. get the clothes from the baby. Mm. And she says, Alan, just, hello. Yeah. And she says, how was your conference? And he was like, it was, it was good. Yeah. And she says, I'm very glad to hear that. This is sort of the big moment of the episode. Moment we've all been waiting and for. And she says, Alan, I wanted to tell you something. And he turns around, knife right into his gut. And she stabs him, not once, not twice. Yeah, exactly. But three times. Yeah, I was sitting, I remember where I was when I was sitting this, uh, watching this last night. 
this morning, or I uh-huh. can't even, I can't even remember when I watched it. it I kind of got lost in time. Yeah, David O'Kelly. He, he were likes you surprised? To were you surprised by this moment, Steve? I was so surprised. Did you see it coming? I did see it coming, and that's the thing is that when you watch some of these HBO shows, yeah, you see a lot of things coming. That's interesting that you saw it coming because it kind of avert your eyes. Yeah, it's interesting that you saw it coming because it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, it was a dream sequence. No, it wasn't. And it didn't happen back. at all. Steven. Steven, that was a test. And I passed. You didn't watch, you didn't watch the episode. What actually Listen. happened was that no, see, they didn't really say anything. I was anything. testing you. I was testing no, you. No, you weren't, Steven. I was. And then he walked back to his car. And he said, I'll call you next week. Yeah, exactly. And then how does the episode end? How does it actually end then, Stephen? drive off into the sunset. No. It's a beautiful shot. No, it's not a beautiful shot because she goes into the house, she grabs her meat grinder, and she starts grinding and grinding and grinding that meat. And no, that's not a euphemism. You didn't watch the episode, Stephen Nipple? I am in the throes. I don't want to hear your excuses, Stephen. I don't want to hear your excuses. But just listen, it was me and the other auditioners, we went out for drinks on the town. It's just a different life that these college kids live. You're a 45 year old man. Why are you hanging out with college kids? It's a community. Let's go to the phone lines. HB phoners. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you again. This whole episode um, has been a huge disappointment. I give it two Wileys. Out of? Out of ten. Oh, ouch. This whole experience. You seem to have really en- enjoyed it, and I don't want this Well, final... I'm Chasey Joshua. And I'm Stephen Nipple. That's Stephen with an I. And we're going to see you for the third episode that's also coming out very quickly. Be excited for that. Uh, how about I take the lead on that one, huh? Chasey? He's gone. And we are... HB Wonders. Oh, baby, I'm just human. Don't you know I have faults like anyone? Sometimes I find myself alone, regretting sorrow.